0: And we are back with the Life of Ex-Athlete. How are y'all doing today? Um, This is an interesting one, right? Because um, this is a good one. Is cheerleading considered a sport, right? The easy answer is yes, of course. But we're going to break it down today, and I got some great guests. But before we do that, please subscribe, review, rate, comment, all of that. All of that good stuff. Let me go ahead and get my headphones going. Oh, yeah, we feeling good, feeling good. Um, This episode, right, this episode is dedicated to all the football players that accidentally ran into cheerleaders during a football game. We are sorry. I know it hurt. But you got up like a champ. So, shout out to y'all. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. I, they get up like champs every single time and be like, go team. I know they be ready to beat somebody. Yeah, I already know. But, yeah, so we got some very, very special guests in the building. I have my sister, and ex cheerleader, uh, graduated from John Hay in 2015. 13. 13 it was 13, right? Um... She graduated in 2013. She was ex cheerleader from John Hay, and then we have a special guest in the building. Um, go ahead and introduce yourself, Miss Lady. My
1: name is Zaria. Uh huh.
0: <laughs> I graduated
1: from John Hay
0: and was it 13? Was 17?
1: Yep, 2017.
0: Ooh. 17 and 13. So that's two different eras, yeah, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So that's dope. Um, so we're gonna talk about cheerleading today, right? So, um. First, give them kind of your background on cheerleading. Uh, We can start with you, Janae, or we can start with you, Zara.
2: Okay. Um, So I did one year of cheerleading in Ravenna, Ohio, came to Cleveland. um, So that was a freshman cheerleading team. Mm -hmm. Came to Cleveland, did one year of high stepping at John Hay. We're going to get into that too. Two years of varsity cheerleading at John Hay. Mm -hmm. And then did one year of collegiate cheerleading.
0: Bet. At who? At Harvard. Come on now. Mm. Oh, and she went to TV. We ain't gonna we ain't gonna let her get away with that, all right. She was on T V cheering, right? Um and then go ahead.
1: Um, well I started cheering when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I wanna say like four or five. Ooh wow.
0: the dedication.
1: My, yeah, my brother used to um play like the Muni League team. Okay. So mm-hmm. I started, at first I was the youngest girl on the team, mm-hmm. and I couldn't cheer at some of the games because I was so little.
0: Really? Yeah. What? Aww. <laughs> so
1: I've been cheering for a minute, and then once I I stopped for a while, like when I was in middle school, mm-hmm. and when I went to John Hay, mm-hmm. I tried out freshman year, made varsity, and just kept doing it.
0: That's amazing. Yeah, That's amazing. So, um, is cheerleading a sport? And do y'all hear somebody? Yeah. Yeah my father. Oh, okay, it's so our father. <laughs> yes but, to both. Okay. Um <laughs> yes to both. Yes. So, um my first question would be to both of y'all, um why isn't cheerleading um why doesn't cheerleaders get the respect they deserve? Why don't they get the respect they deserve as an athlete? Right.
1: Um I would say because there's no physical competition. Like mm. physical like As in contact. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're not. Hold on, we're gonna stop this one second
0: because we ain't about to have that all day. (laughs) Okay, and we're back. All right, so um, what were you speaking on? You were speaking on why. Go ahead, yeah? No contact, and that's why -hmm. it's not considered a sport. Yeah, so no contact is the reason why you think it's not really considered um, cheerleaders aren't respected as much.
1: I mean, yeah, because we don't have to worry about, I mean, we do have to worry about getting hurt, but we don't have to worry about getting hurt by somebody Mm. through playing the
0: sport. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. And Janae, do you have a rebuttal or agreement?
2: I agree. I think that people, I think the other part of it is that there are levels of cheerleading. Like Mm -hmm. you have the just standing there with pom-poms and going, yay, and whatever. And that's probably what you see at the younger ages, and that's appropriate for them because when you get into the higher levels of cheerleading, it can be dangerous. Like, mm-hmm. you have people in the air, you have tumbling, you have mm-hmm. all types of athleticism that, you know, definitely makes cheerleaders, athletes, and, and a- cheerleading a sport. Yes.
0: Yeah. So, um, I'm going to say... Um, just from my perspective, looking in, um, I think perspective is kind of messed up for, mm-hmm. for cheerleaders. I think when you see them on TV, it's just they're pom-poms, and they're just always happy and cheering. And they're not really, you don't think like, oh, they got to do sprints, or oh, they got to go be in shape, or they got to do all these other things, Um And you kind of like, oh, there's just a pretty girl out there not really doing too much. But if you actually break down cheerleading, it is really a competitive nature in it naturally. Mm -hmm. Um, And and, uh, so I kind of want to speak on that a little bit. So how does uh, competitive cheerleading look like? What does that look like? And then how does that work in high school, let's say?
1: Um. In high school, I mean, the most competition you have is the games, like going okay. against other cheerleaders okay. at the games and stuff.
0: So y'all be competing? Okay,
1: of Yeah, it's course, always a competition. Okay. Every game. Hey, get me together. <laughs> every game is a competition for the cheerleaders, just the same way it is for the players. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We rooting for y'all. Yeah. They rooting for their players. Yeah. We going back and forth at each other, yeah, half the time it's not even about
0: you, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, well, excuse us, but hey, we just out there, <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: okay, um, so, uh, is there a competitive cheerleading like side of cheerleading yeah,
1: absolutely
0: um, what is what how does somebody, let's say um get into that um and not just get into that, but like is it on t v Is it it developed? Um, Do you have to like go to special training for these things? Is it like the Olympics? Like, how does this thing work? Because I think one of the things for cheerleading and why it kind of like gets pushed to the wayside with other sports is because it's the lack of the understanding behind it. So that's kind of what I want to get into is the understanding behind competitive cheerleading, um, collegiate cheerleading, uh, trying to be a collegiate cheerleader, scholarships that are and are not available for cheerleaders and kind of where is the lack of um importance behind the cheerleader, right? So um I kind of so let's start with um the competitive side. The competitive nature of cheerleading and um being a competitor. Did you ever look into going into competitive cheerleading?
1: Um yeah, I did. Well, for the competitive side like we had cheerleaders that just Cheered throughout the seasons, right. but all cheerleaders don't do competition, right? Because competition practices start at a certain time of the year, and mm-hmm. it's about dedication, mm-hmm. about who gonna really be there, yeah. About what cheerleaders really show certain strengths for competition, mm-hmm. competition season. So that's how it kind of worked in high school. But like all-star cheerleading, um, yeah, all-star cheerleading really includes mostly all ages, and you go about getting involved in that like boys go about getting involved in muni league okay you go find a team yeah sign papers yeah you um see if you It's like the
0: au of cheerleading Mm -hmm. okay okay Okay. that makes sense
1: and they're all year round practicing making up routines learning routines to go compete yeah um i have thought about competitive cheerleading i wanted to do all-star for a minute Mm -hmm. but i was just too involved at school Mm -hmm. to do like other stuff outside of school. Already. I feel that. And then as far as college, um, going into college, I did want to cheer for Kent, but when I got in contact with the coach, they really didn't have too many resources for the cheerleaders. Right. Like um, their cheerleaders have six a.m. practices mm-hmm. and afternoon practices, the same way the football players do. Mm-hmm. They don't really have too many scholarships. Right. And, and, um, and that was a D1
0: school. Mm-hmm. They
1: right. don't really ha- and their cheerleaders go national a lot. They yeah. Go to a lot of competitions and stuff. Um, they didn't really have too many scholarships and stuff to offer for cheerleaders. Wow! So I feel like they, you know, cheerleaders do dedicate a lot and don't really get the same amount as other athletes. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so, Janae, you played um, one year at uh, in, in the intercollegiate level. Did you get any scholarships from that? Or did they offer any?
2: So to my knowledge, no one who was on the cheerleading team was like recruited. Right. So you know, with basketball and football, you have this huge recruitment process where scouts come out to your games, and you're in high school, Mm -hmm. and and you might even be watched from the time you're in middle school. But I don't know that that culture exists for cheerleading. Yeah. Um, There's actually like a Netflix documentary docu series on cheerleading, and this. The school that they're at is a junior college. It's not. Um, wow. It's not like a D one school, but they're the best one of the best cheerleading teams out there. In
0: the nation, yeah.
2: So I think the culture for, for cheerleading is just different in terms of scholarships and opportunities at the college level to get resources, like you're saying.
0: Yeah, is there a professional level of cheerleading?
2: There's professional. There's like. For
0: professional sports. For, for, yeah, for professional specials- sports. But I've heard horror stories behind those cheerleaders. Like, they, they got three more much. jobs. Yeah. They get paid $20 a game. Oh, no. Um Something crazy yeah. like that.
1: <laughs> I don't imagine, like, the Cleveland Cavaliers cheerleaders or the Browns cheerleaders get paid too much, right? to that be honest. But you got to also look, they're not really doing – idealistic cheerleader, either they're not you, know, you it's really a dancer dance, yeah right. and then they're on the so side when does that kind out.
0: of transition start or do you have to be more of a dancer or more of a cheerleader like what's the is it like more high stepping like i, I i'm just trying to like learn here um
1: but i i thought that there was like i know there's not
0: professional
1: cheerleading but there is like Competitive cheerleading on like a higher level, y'all need a like union. on ESPN. I always, well, not ESPN, or sometimes I see like these cheerleading yeah. competitions. Yeah, all the time. I
2: just don't know if it goes past college. That's that's right. what I'm yeah. thinking. I'm yeah. to figure out.
1: There are no um,
0: after graduation
2: right, right. There's no for league. Yeah, we don't got a league. I don't so,
0: think. with that being said, um, do y'all think that's a problem? Yes. How but,
1: come? Um, because cheerleading is something like football and basketball that you start young with, mm-hmm. and, and all throughout their life you have been developing this skill. Yeah, and this um. I mean, it's dedication. Yeah. Basically, you dedicate yourself to this commitment that you've is. made.
0: To uh, a team, over time, overtime. Team, yeah, you know what I'm
1: saying building yourself, leadership. Like yeah, you most just girls, move up, from it. Yeah, most girls move up from being a regular person on the team to being the captain, right? The co-captain or the person who make the cheer, right? And stuff like that. Like you move up and you gain so many skills and you gain like being able to work with other people because it's a fem, it's all female, yeah, so you really learn power. how to work well with other people.
0: It's a team sport. So let's talk about that a little bit. Um It's all females, yeah. right? Well, it
2: isn't. It isn't. It usually is. There yeah. can be men on the team. There can be. I think right. there's a stigma. I think now we're seeing more.
0: Cheerleader. So what's the stigma behind a male cheerleader? Because I personally, just me thinking, um, if, if I didn't watch um, Bring It On, I would believe all male cheerleaders were gay. I would believe that, mm-hmm. but just being, my eyes being able to see like the the movies and mm-hmm. things like mm-hmm. no, they they they're they're usually not actually because
2: mm-hmm. you have to be really strong to live exactly, <laughs> and that doesn't say that um, gay men are not strong. Um, I think that you know, a football player looking on to. A football player is going to be a strong person, mm-hmm. but they might not consider cheerleading because they don't know that they're needed. Right. The team, that we need strong men. Right. To be able to lift people in the air. Right. Um,
1: well, first, I think that the stigma against mm-hmm. male cheerleaders only exists within our community. Really? Yeah. The African- black community? Yes. Really? Because, I can see that. In, you know, Caucasian communities. Well, first of all, a sport is, um, can be counted at certain schools as a gym requirement, mm-hmm. as a gym credit. Mm-hmm. So, through your sport, you can get that credit for mm-hmm. gym or an elective. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, they know that at their school, those resources are given to them. Yeah. So... It was known that every male at the school wasn't gay because he was on Trillion. He probably wanted a, their credit for a class or right. something like that. Right, But at our schools, we don't know stuff like that. Yeah. We don't know half In the In CMSD. Class. We don't know half the classes we can get credits credit for. 100%. 100%. <laughs> exactly. So we don't know stuff like that. So you automatically think that a male on a Trillion team is gay. But honestly, like I feel like that's the coolest dude. He get to see girls all day. Yeah, he's around
0: girls getting undressed oh and putting on
1: skirts. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's where it's genius, it should be. Genius actually.
0: Yeah, it is. It's genius. But um I think it has that um like you said, the stigma, just like um a guy who is in plays since he was little, right? Mm-hmm. So I stopped I was in um a lot of theatrical plays, show kids. Play, show kids When I was in a predominantly white schooling, but it was it wasn't seen as anything out of the norm. Mm -hmm. But as as soon as I moved to the inner city of Cleveland, it wasn't even offered.
1: Exactly. Um,
0: (laughs) And then you look at let's say a school like Cleveland School of the Arts, and you look at all the kids there. um, Until you may, unless you know the guy coming, unless you know the guys in there. Even the guys, I've talked to some of the guys that went to the Cleveland School of Arts, and it was a lot of um, uh, gay men in there, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't just that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It was a lot more Mm -hmm. of straight men that just liked the arts. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it's just, I think, um, I think some things... Uh, are passed down through generations mm-hmm. um when it comes to men especially black men yeah. um, that doesn't seem to be okay with being um um being a male cheerleader being a, um being in plays um going through high school and pursuing that as a as a real thing and something you really like to do, but yeah. then let's but let's go back into let's say the uh, Cavalier girls, right? Mm-hmm. There's men all throughout that, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And they are one of they are some of the top dancers in the city, mm-hmm. and nobody thinks nothing of it. Right. So it's like it's this weird time we get into mm-hmm. when we get in high school where you kind of have to show face, even if that's necessarily not what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it could be, it could definitely be an issue, because um, you're looking at a confidence issue at this point. Um, when you're talking about a player being uh, considered, um, even a rumor of him being quote unquote gay could, an insecurity could come up from that, because mm-hmm. um, you're not a grown adult yet. Like if somebody called me. Um, Less than what I was, I wouldn't care because who are you? You know what I'm saying? But that's me at 24. Me at 16, I would want to fight that person, right? Out of you know, just out of I want to have that respect. But, um, let's uh, let's get back to it. Why is um, scholarships opportunities not presented to cheerleaders? Um, and why aren't they in these resources you, sp- you spoke on that may be talked about in the white communities, white? Um, Predominantly white schools. Why are they being able to take advantage of them? We can't sometimes.
1: Mm, as far as the resources in the schools, I mean, they just have them because they have more. So we don't local, even have them. They have more local money. I mean, like, as far as if you really want to get down to the nitty gritty, right. like That's CMSD is like, yeah, kids, yeah. um, is like inner city
2: kids, predominantly black. Yeah. Jen like... We were free and reduced lunch predominantly so that's considered a predominantly low income school. Right, exactly. Right. We all qualified for free and reduced
1: lunch. And right. most of the CMSD schools are in low income. Low yeah. income communities. Mm-hmm. So they don't have the resources and it's a more controlled environment. Mm-hmm. Like in suburban schools, since elementary school, middle school, high school, they begin out of school two o'clock, one thirty their whole life. You get what I'm saying? Okay. They always had that short flexible schedule. Okay. But that's because they to be like they're not as controlled as we are. You got to think CMSD, we stayed in the same class with one well, the same people all day. We moved with these people. We yeah. had You get what I'm saying? We yeah. didn't get to go outside for lunch or get all these different options that we it's kind of a more controlled setting because of who we were. You get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, like, of course we weren't offered the same settings. Oh, we weren't, you're not offered the credit for gym, for football, because they want you in that gym class. Right. Because they want you at school. Right. Because at least if you at school, you accounted for and you're not out here doing nothing bad in your so low-income neighborhood.
0: it's more <laughs> like yeah. low-income versus high-income when it comes to cheerleading.
1: No, it's, no, and cheerleading is of, Yeah, between
2: what we're seeing in the white community and the black community mm-hmm. in terms of resources, mm-hmm. but there's still across the board. You're not seeing as many resources put into cheerleading, cheerleading other Like at a at a suburban school, the cheerleaders have
1: more and do more because they have the money for more insurances. Mm. For example. There were certain tumbling we couldn't do at John Hay legally because they didn't have the insurance Right. that if we went and played VASJ, they could do that tumbling because their school had the insurance for them to do backflips and throw each other in the air. So
0: y'all couldn't even learn that skill because of the schooling.
1: If you knew how to do a backflip already Mm -hmm. at John Hay, then you were the backflipper. But okay, we were not, the one, the one. Yeah, right, right. But we were not taught tumbling how right. they were put through tumbling classes and stuff like that because their wow. school had the money, okay. and the insurance to yeah. do stuff like that.
0: Yeah, so, so yeah, okay, okay, bet that that's definitely getting into the 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 nitty gritty behind um cheerleading because it's levels to this, I guess it yeah. is, it's definitely levels to this, um, and I can kind of reference this to football. You just need a helmet and some pads. Um not saying you can't get No, I actually am. I am saying this. Uh it you can right you can um as a football player, you can go to a low income school and still get out yeah, and become can. one of the top players in the nation. Yeah. Um through, you know, work hard Work ethic and, and whatnot, but if you're just an okay player in a low income community, not even community in the school in a mm-hmm. school system, you suffer because you don't have the facilities that a Saint Vincent Saint Mary may have, mm-hmm. that a Saint Ignatius will have. Mm-hmm. That you don't have the meal plans. You don't mm-hmm. have you don't have the knowledge behind. How you could become a better player. Cause it doesn't really matter because we don't have the money. So we can't teach you these things right now. Exactly. Um and okay, so that kinda I, I kinda can see that comparison when it comes to cheerleading as well. And the fact that even at the highest level of cheerleading, it still might not even hit the level of a football player. Of resources they may get of a
1: soccer player, right.
0: of a track player, right? Of
1: a lacrosse player, right?
0: So it's not even necessarily the people saying cheerleading is not the sport; is not considered a sport. It's the, the powers that remember. be, yeah. the system, bringing down the level of sporting.
1: I think it has grown. I feel like when cheerleading was created, it was created to be as simple as it was at the time which was what and
0: for
2: just football for just basketball. for yeah
1: for the satisfaction of the football players yeah. pretty women on the side yeah. cheering them on something good to look at at the game mm-hmm. to start to get people to buy Football tickets to show up to the game. You got to think of the, you know what I'm saying? There were marketing, it's marketing strategies put in everything that goes behind the game. The music, the commercials, everything. And when they started doing that, cheerleading was something I, I feel like was incorporated. And I feel like...
0: Not it, actually developed as its own entity. I don't
1: think they expected Got it you. to go where it went. I don't think they expected children to develop here, like that. We
0: out here learning. So, I did not know this.
1: I don't I don't think. that This is just my yeah. perspective, opinion, yeah. though, in my opinion. But I just don't think that they expected that makes sense. it to come this far. And for us so. to make it athletic.
2: Right. But so. then you have this crossover. You get a crossover between gymnastics and cheerleading. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where it reaches another level because you'll have the former gymnasts that get to college that mm-hmm. go to cheerleading because mm. they can't do the same level of tricks that they used to do. They can't tumble as much as they used to, but they still have the skills. Maybe and they still want to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Gymnastics is also a great crossover for cheerleading
1: yes. into the professional world. Because- okay. We have no professional world in cheerleading, so gymnastics is the closest thing professionally we have to go to next.
0: But can you do gymnastics?
1: Not if you're not taught tumbling. Right. You get what I'm saying? So in the CMSD and low-income schools, we don't have the insurance to do tumbling, so... Yeah,
0: because gymnastics is expensive. We would have
1: to go pay for that out of pocket, and let's be real, half the kids in the CMSD community don't have the money to go pay for tumbling out of pocket. Right. Right. So we're then lacking on what we can go do professionally mm-hmm. with the skills that we learn because we didn't have the resources at the time we needed them. Okay. You know what I'm
0: saying? Yeah. Okay. So how do we start this the change? How do you start? Because, like you said, they never thought it was going to get this far to begin with, right? I
1: don't think no. I wouldn't have thought it if I was... If you just you thinking, know.
0: Of, you know, like, I can see that. But then, so it's developing into this thing, Right. But, um, how do we get um, the low income up to speed almost? How do we get them how, do we have to have free classes? Do we have to develop a, uh, a system of where we get them into the program that the uh, high income people are there? Like how do we how do we get people on a level playing field? Because it's just like again, it's just like um, it's just like a football player, right? Um, there's talent, probably more talent, in the low-income communities that can't be reached because they can't be seen. Exactly. Now, we have made complete and utmost strides in football to get those players to have camps, um trainings whatever the case may be to get themselves exposed enough to get the scholarships they need to be able to get to be able to go to the to the professional level if they have the ability right yeah. um so there just to say because there's no tumbling does not mean the the best tumbler in the world mm-hmm. is not you know In, the cmsd yeah, pro, you know what i'm saying
1: right, right. That, right.
0: so how do you start to <laughs> develop a system that pushes the talented ones up regardless of where they come from
1: well for one the the people with the money have to find it somewhat important
0: okay to I agree.
1: Allow the money to flow in that area, right? For more resources to be available, but yeah, more tumbling classes need to be included for um, cheerleaders in the CMSD schools. More tumbling, more um, like I, I want to say the more coaches we like, the better coaches we got did their best mm-hmm. and put their personal money in to get the right resources yeah. and stuff, but like. Zumba, learning how to incorporate those moves in a workout.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, tumbling and just the knowledge behind your body movements. Mm-hmm. Like um, stretching is really important in cheerleading mm-hmm. because we had a girl stretch and she tore her, was ACL? Ooh. Tore her ACL, just stretching. What? You need to right, learn the right ways the right to stretch. The right ways to stretch. And the right way to use your body and some type of gin- gymnastics knowledge style needs knowledge, to be, yeah. because we are flipping we are throwing each other we are holding each other it's bones, not just being yeah. pretty people ligaments right and stuff like that so i feel like it's a it's a science behind it for sure right. the same way it's a science behind everything and that needs so to be did taught. they
0: break that down to y'all in cmsd no no because <laughs> so
2: i think going back to the money thing and the mm. resources thing. We were lucky to have a teacher willing to step in and be the cheerleading coach.
0: Right. You so know, we can have a
2: team. So we can have a team in the first right. place. And then the girls are teaching each other everything. Right. Oh <laughs> right.
0: so okay. there's so, no
2: knowledge necessarily coming from the coach. It
1: took us a while to get a coach who was an actual cheerleading coach. Yes. Like
2: we did you have experience. one experience. I had one in Ravenna. Right. And, and you,
0: we are gonna talk about that yeah, in one second. Yeah, so, but did you have security. one at CMSD?
2: Our cheerleading coach came from the security team.
0: Right, and were that was she ever? And she
2: she was doing her best to help us out. Right, know, she was doing a service to us by being there. But
0: she didn't have the knowledge needed. She didn't
2: have any experience. And then she, for you, was
0: it was worse? a di- was it the same coach?
1: So, the year she graduated, yeah. she graduated May 13th. My freshman year was August 13th. Right. So, we did have the same coach for- um, The like, first year? My first year and a half. Okay. And she did have some experience. She said she was a high stepper in high school. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, don't get me wrong. It's very similar. We're going
0: to yeah. talk about that too.
1: But it's not cheerleading. Okay. And it's a
0: very different So we can style. go into that right now. So what is the major difference of cheerleading and high stepping? I love them both. I, I wasn't know. a high stepper, so I wouldn't know. <laughs>
2: um, High stepping... So the, the name comes from all of the kicking that we do. So it looks like the... I forget what they're called. But there's like a Broadway... or um, There's like a New York... The Rockettes. Okay. It looks like that where you're kicking your legs up in the air. And it's like, it's very athletic, too, because... Mm-hmm. you're ...that's for two minutes, three minutes. It, you gotta be exhausting. in shape. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it is different than cheerleading. I think cheerleading... You have really um, stiff movements purposely, but they look good. Like, mm-hmm. you have these, you know, you have certain formations that you do with your arms. And um, I don't know. I don't, I never saw high-stepping getting to the tumbling at all or into the stunts where you're um, holding people in the air, but... I only had one year of high stepping, so mm-hmm.
0: that's
2: my limited experience. knowledge.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, I think that high stepping is more so a form of dance. Yeah,
0: it is, okay. You know, yes. like
1: ballet and other stuff incorporated together. Yeah. And I just say that because of the leg movements, the kicking and the pointed toes and stuff, True. and the you know when you come up and you kick, yeah. and you know that stuff all comes from ballet. But y'all incorporate other stuff from all different types yeah, of form pop. of dance mm-hmm. you hear what i'm saying yeah. so high stepping was always kind of an incorporation of different dance styles to, mm-hmm. it, to me that's what it was okay so that's why i was very different from cheerleading because like she said it's very stiff motions on yeah. purpose and chanting yeah and more so you know it's just everything is stiff and tight and just on purpose, on purpose rather on than purpose, dancing, it's kind of like flowing, flowing. flowing. and yeah. they're kicking and going with the music. Yeah, and everything mm-hmm. is on beat. You kind
0: of make your own music. There's also mm-hmm. this
2: vocal aspect to cheerleading yeah. where mm-hmm. you're supposed to do the moves and you're doing a chant at the same yeah. time. And that's, that's harder than it looks. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. run. I want everybody to do this: run and try to chant something at the same time. Yeah, exactly. they used to make us do army. that as the a army workout. Does
0: that. Right, so it's literally considered. It's literally in comparison to what the army, how the army trains.
1: because yeah. right. you got to think like the whole time we moving and we doing moves, but we still chanting and cheer for y'all. So training,
0: um, right? You talked about stretching was important. Mm-hmm. Um, how stretching. how do you train to be a a very well to be a good cheerleader. How do you how would you train? Like what does the training process look like?
1: Um the training process is a lot like a lot of stretching, a lot of learning different like little exercises. Mm-hmm. We did a lot of exercises like cheerleading jacks and we ran a lot. Okay. And um just stuff core to get our core. Yeah, we a did lot a lot of, of core. core stuff. We did like V ups. Yeah. We, oh, um, are hard. Mm-hmm. we always did like leg workouts too because yeah. you know the jumps yeah. and jumps yeah. to be high. Yeah. So we did like you know leg strengthening and stuff mm-hmm. like the wall sits mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, and we also like all the moves that we do we kind of it's like kind of pre-taught like you know you have the set. high v's the yeah. low v's mm-hmm. the t's the, the broken t's the candlesticks okay you learn all of those and you memorize them okay so it, like it's a process and training yeah. and like you learn little by little by little and then it's like okay you learn a cheer and like, yeah. you want to incorporate those all those moves that you just mm-hmm. learned like it's just step by step by step but once yeah. you kind of get the hang of it it's a flow mm-hmm.
0: okay okay so um speaking about college again how did that training change in college? Did they do it harder? Was it just more elevated like what did that look like?
2: Well, I definitely ran more when I was in college okay for the cheerleading team. We would run every day before um we did our stretching and then I had my i learned how to do a backhand spring in college okay so i I got a little bit of training um in Ravenna, but I definitely didn't have anyone try to teach me to do a backhand spring when I was at John Hay. Mm-hmm. At college, my, my cheerleading coach could teach me that skill. And that's, I think that's a big difference in terms of the level.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, development. How, did you, how, do you feel, how do you feel you developed um, in high school specifically as a cheerleader from your freshman year to your senior year? How do you feel like you've developed? Or did you develop?
2: I gained confidence in in that world enough to say that when I graduated, I wanted to go out for the college team. Or okay. I wanted to look into that possibility. Yeah. So.
0: But you weren't getting looked at.
2: No, there's nobody who came Got down you. and said you should be a cheerleader and right. go to college. Right. Right. Um. Wait,
1: what was the question again? The
0: question was development. How did you develop from freshman year? Did you develop any new skills, qualities?
1: Well, since I cheered long before high school, right. I really didn't develop, um, like, new? as far as skill set, but, like, mindset okay. and leadership roles yeah. in cheerleading. Like, I cheered for so long, like, my coaches before always talked about, like, um, just me, like, being a leader and, like, you should be the... Like, you should do this so your teammates are do it. Okay. Like they always did that in, like, community league. Yeah. But, like, it took to high school where I actually, like, was on the team for so long and cared about the way it was ran. Mm-hmm. To step up. And, yeah. and be a form of leadership on yeah. the team. You right. know what I'm saying? So, it developed me as a person, as, like, um, being timely, having a schedule. hmm Um, and... My people skills, for sure. Like you involved with so many people, and especially at John Hay, our team, mature leaders. We did so much. We did like community outreach stuff. We did um, stuff for the football players, like fundraisers, mm-hmm. and we just went out our way to do extra stuff that mm-hmm. I felt like developed us as individuals.
0: That's good. That's good. That's a um, and that's a good topic to talk about. Um, the outreaches y'all did, right? Mm. That was that something that y'all had to do, or was that something that y'all came together to kind of y'all just wanted to do more? Um, how does that work in the cheerleading world?
1: Um, we, I don't, I know we always kind of did a little bit of outreach because we do go to John Hay, mm-hmm. and you know who John Hay, you know who right. John Hay is. Right. Um, but as far as like when we really got into it, I know. We kind of hosted a younger cheerleading competition Mm -hmm. in the gym one time after school. I remember that. Mm -hmm. And um, we sold baked goods that we had made and bought to raise money for the cheerleading team. Okay. So we would do stuff. It would be like a double benefit. They did yeah. get to have somewhere for their competition for free, I believe, that we hosted for them and we performed for them mm-hmm. and everything, which provided them with an event. And we also had an event to fundraise. Mm-hmm. So we did a lot of stuff with fundraising purposes that we didn't have to do but that we needed personally mm-hmm. for the stuff that we wanted to accomplish for the team. Yeah. So that was a part of us stepping up as well because we and the so coach. So did y'all
0: put bucket. it together or mm-hmm. was it the coach?
1: Um, it was our coach and us all hand in hand
0: because mm-hmm, we had to do a lot of outreach programs and playing football, but it was never something we put together ourselves. And I think that's commendable that y'all wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying I didn't want to do it, mm-hmm. but it was just like, yeah, we're this is what the team's doing this week, you know. It, it type was of definitely thing. more
1: so the coaches yeah. at the time for sure. Like we. Like, I know a lot for the football team was y'all coaches and Miss Morrison, for sure. Yeah, for sure. But mm, we didn't really have... Because, I mean, nobody really looked at it as, what can the cheerleaders do? Like You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like Every now and then, they did try to um, fit us in the stuff. Mm -hmm. But, like, as far as that cheerleading competition, we had to work with Miss Morrison to get that accomplished. But Mm -hmm. that was more so our coach... Doing stuff and talking to people. Mm-hmm. And um, I believe when we had Glover our first year, we might have did something like that, too. We all bought baked goods and made stuff. And we got together and we fundraised for the rest of our competition money. Okay. And
0: it, it really... So, competition. What, what competition did y'all do?
2: There's a annual competition for CMSD, yeah. CMSD. But
0: that's the only one y'all do? only one they offer. I think
2: we would have to look for other opportunities if we yeah.
0: wanted to. And Outside. we would have
1: to pay yeah. or re- meet the requirements yeah. to be a part of those competitions.
0: Yes. right. What type of requirements would you have to have?
1: Um, I mean, if it's a competition where everybody tumbling and stuff right. like that, we don't have... The type of insurance and stuff to do that, then we wouldn't meet the requirements mm. and stuff like that. We probably wouldn't even want to participate in because, because it's like it we're, mean, we're, we're not on, not on that, that level. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying.
0: Properly yeah. compete. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Janae, um, you spoke on starting out in Ravenna mm-hmm. and then moving into the CMSD John Hay. Um, what was the biggest difference for you?
2: The biggest difference, um, I would say, was. We had a teacher who was the advisor, the supervisor for the team, but she brought in a coach, Mm. someone who had a gym dedicated to cheerleading, gymnastics, and dance. Wow! And that person came in, he taught us the choreography, he taught us tumbling, he taught us different things. Now I didn't get the tumbling at the time, (laughs) but he came in, he taught us, and he had resources for us. I don't remember doing a competition necessarily in Ravenna, but this was a long time ago. Right. Um, and that was the first year that we had this coach mm-hmm. who had all of these resources. Mm-hmm. So I would say the biggest difference was having someone who had all this expertise yeah. in cheerleading.
0: Okay. So, um and you think well obviously that helped. Um, yeah.
2: I think the fact that Ravenna could pay to have an advisor and yeah. a cheerleading coach was a difference.
0: So do you think CMSD will ever put more money or resources towards cheerleading? I guess is the big question.
1: Um, it just depends on how big cheerleading goes. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they get the most Is there a ceiling
0: for cheerleading? Yeah. Is there? Yeah. Is there one that can be broken, though? Is there a ceiling? Is, it, is it at a ceiling now, and can it surpass that? Because if it doesn't, it can't go any further.
2: What I was thinking about was when you brought up the example of football and how you're able to get low-income students with talent into higher levels of football, mm-hmm. one of the ways that that happens is that players who make it to the league, who make it to these higher levels. I was levels thinking of that.
0: Yes, I was thinking of and that. And they
2: create a camp. Yes. And they do these things because they now have resources yes. to put into the community. Yes. If there is no professional level for cheerleading... There's you a can cap. Make lo- exactly. There's a You cap. cannot make money doing cheerleading necessarily. So, unless you're a coach.
0: So the resources are limited. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. I
1: feel like the professionals of cheerleading is like, I mean, like, after college, the only option you really have is to go somewhere and be a coach. Yeah. Yeah. Or to go somewhere and start your own cheerleading camp or organization or all-star team. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really the farthest you can go is to now from being a cheerleader to... You have to almost be a coach. yeah. Yeah, if
2: you want
1: to make money. And advising. Like, that's really the only aspect you have after being a cheerleader if you want to continue to incorporate that in your life.
0: Okay um that 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 necessarily is not um becoming a coach is not necessarily a bad thing but having that only option, option yeah.
1: to be, not continue to be
0: able yeah it's mm-hmm. like I did all of this for what almost mm-hmm. but then it's like now I can teach but you also still don't have those resources yet and the the world money moves the world so if you don't have she did knocked over the No but money Money moves the world So without those resources coming back You can have all the knowledge in the world If you can't make money behind it It really Tends to fall on deaf ears Um, So I would ask um, And I would uh, Propose this um, Could there be A lane For cheerleaders um, Ex cheerleaders cheerleaders that did college, cheerleaders that did high school, could there be a lane that an ESPN could pick up, that a a sports center could pick up to where it could grow into something that adult women could really get behind? Because if not, it becomes like one of those things to where it's like it was great while it lasted, but you kind of have to let it go. Um, but if you can develop something to where it becomes a le- like like even let's say the lingerie football um, league, right? It's not the most talked about thing or the most. It doesn't re- it doesn't really make sense, <laughs> but it's something that people are willing to watch, so they're willing to put it together, right? Cause who wouldn't want to watch lingerie? You know what I'm saying?
1: But with that being said, how far do you think the lingerie NFL or little football league? Football can go league? Can,
0: I don't know. Exactly. I think there's definitely I mean, a they cap. Can,
2: they're not going to be on your Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, whatever day that football plays. It's not going to be on that
0: day. Right. But there's a but at least a there's lane. a league. Yeah, And at least league. there's a league. And you don't have to be the biggest. And I always try to tell people this. Um football didn't become football. It's in its 100th year. You know what I'm saying? It's 101 this I think year. It
2: actually started at
0: Harvard. But did it? I think that was the first league. Wow. But I think that's right. I think the Ivy League was but they had the most money. Right. It makes sense. So it's like um it doesn't it doesn't matter um if you're the biggest when you first start, right? Mm-hmm. It just matters can you survive? Can you survive the times of It not having a good year, not having a good turnout. Can you survive those years to where it can be picked up? Because, like, baseball was 10 times bigger than football was for 50-plus years. Mm -hmm. But if you're looking now, football has become America's pastime. Mm
1: -hmm. It's definitely overshadowed.
0: But if you look at the money... You can see it now. Mm-hmm. So now players are getting these two hundred million dollar mm-hmm. contracts, these five hundred million dollar contracts. And they're celebrities. Too. And they're celebrities now, and they have voices. Yeah. But that didn't start off that way. Mm-hmm. So all I'm asking is: is there any type of lane cheerleaders could get into to start to get the ball rolling and and get they you know get something together? I'm just asking as a as a guy looking in. Um, in a perfect world in mm-hmm. my perfect world
1: e s p n or sports center would pick up this little um it would come on probably the same time every day or every week, and it would be a um basically an organized cheer competition mm-hmm. or not even necessarily cheer organized dance or it could be organized cheer competition where um graduate, you know, cheerleaders who have basically exceeded mm-hmm. the amount of cheerleading they can do right. in a organized setting. Yeah. yeah. Competition. They come together, Sounds they form like a TV teams. show to me. They put um routines and stuff together and they come together and perform for a board of um coaches or instructors from all around the world or like
0: the voice like, like one a, of those
1: like a cheerleading american idol kind yeah, of Yeah I could you I would watch there.
0: that I would watch that I
1: would watch that that
0: would be dope
1: You know how many young girls will watch that how many cheerleaders exactly. in school how much traction that could be? How many cheerleaders around the world will watch that
0: and want to be a part of that And
1: they can incorporate cheerleaders from all over like this is for people all around the world who have like reach the age limit, graduated yeah. to the point where there's no more cheer- organized cheer yeah. they can do.
0: I, I think that's a all dope, those people. I think that's a dope, dope um, concept. Um, now I want to ask y'all, both of y'all, before we get out of here, what is your favorite cheerleading moment? So we'll start there and we can start with Janae or we can start with Z. Okay. You can pray. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
2: okay. Um, so I had a moment my college uh competition so the competition for the collegiate level is the national cheerleading association competition Mm -hmm. and it was in florida um i had just learned how to do a backhand spring Mm. and my coach she pulled me to the side and she was like we need to add a, an extra level to our to our uh, routine. I need you to do a toe touch and then a backhand spring during this. And it would be my first time doing it. Mm. So we went out there, and I actually did this, this move. And I was so, like, shocked because <laughs> before starting that year, I didn't even know how to do a backhand spring. So to put those two moves together was mm-hmm. crazy to me in my mind and the fact that my coach believed in me to do it Yeah, I think that mm-hmm. was the most important piece of it
0: no that's dope that's a great that's a great moment mm-hmm. right there yeah. um
1: um I think the best moment in cheerleading for me was my freshman year we won competition first place okay. and that was the first time John Hay had won first place competition or won like in the top three mm-hmm. Mm-hmm or something like that since 1990s
0: wow you know
1: and especially um so that felt good and yeah. we did the whole routine by ourselves wow. we put all the music together and when it got it made and Put together Ah. on a CD, like it was just hard work from all of us on the team. Yeah, but it paid off. It was yeah, and it felt really good to accomplish that for your school. And a lot of the girls on the team were seniors at that time, Mm -hmm. and they was about to leave, so that was something that they wanted to do before they graduated. So it was like a really good vibe at that time. Yeah, we all felt like real good about that. Yeah, and then the following year we won again back to back. Okay, that was the year Glenville came back. And everybody said that we was going to lose because they came back. And then we won. Um, They didn't do competition for a couple of years. Okay. Because something, you know, um, when you go, I don't know if they was in between coaches or what they had going on with their team. But they weren't at competition for like a year or two.
0: So what were your worst moments? Mm. What was one of your worst moments as a cheerleader? You can go back to when you were little, whatever the case may be, when they didn't let you play in the game, whatever that was. Um, what was your worst moment for you?
1: I don't know. I think the worst moment in cheerleading just had, for me was just a mishap with your teammates. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: You That's know, awesome. because it's such a team sport and it's such a vibe. Like, yeah. y'all all, like, feeding off of each other mm-hmm. so much that, like, it would really hurt your feelings. Like, yeah. if you know, if y'all got into it or something happened at practice that yeah. rubbed you the wrong way. Or something like that. Okay. Because y'all are so intertwined. Yeah.
0: So. And, okay. <clears throat> What's your name?
2: For me, I think it's something similar. There was just drama on the team, and they weren't happy. Some of the girls weren't happy with who we had as the captain. hmm And they wanted to get rid of her. But the way that they were going about it was very high school. Yeah. <laughs> it mm-hmm. was very immature. And... I just couldn't get behind it, and so I stood up for the girl, and And I ended up being yeah, Mm -hmm. got you one of those,
0: Mm -hmm. got you, got you. Well, that that makes that makes a lot of sense. Um, But it's good that y'all had good and bad moments, Mm -hmm. but more Mm -hmm. good than bad. That's always good. Um, Again, this is the LifeX athlete. Um, Thank y'all both for coming on the podcast and uh, giving insight. On a sport That doesn't get the respect It truly deserves um, Any guy will tell you We love cheerleaders And we need y'all To keep our spirits up Especially when we get dogged out there <laughs> Cause some days you just get dogged out there And it's just like You know you still see them over there They ch- oh When it's real cold mm-hmm. And you don't even want to be out there And they in their little suit jackets And they getting it in
1: It's so funny because y'all class and what did you graduate my freshman year or my sophomore
0: sophomore
1: those two years I in
0: 14 it was your freshman year yeah yeah y'all,
1: your class and class after that they loved the cheerleaders so much yeah. like y'all they used to really love the cheerleaders yeah. and after yeah. y'all left i mean they they liked us but it wasn't <laughs> the same we was like what happened
0: <laughs> well we again we love y'all and we appreciate y'all um Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and comment. Um, Don't forget to donate at uh, dollar sign BLM X athlete Um, We did choose our organization, the Emotional and Mental Health Collective. So that is something that is going to continue to be um, talked about and mentioned in these episodes. Uh, Thank you all again. I really appreciate it. The Ohio Trainer Spotlight of the Week goes to... um, and excuse me if I get your name wrong. I truly apologize. Um, Alana Hendricks, uh, her fit page is, uh, I'm going to just spell it L A N N Z E dot fit. That's L A N N Z E dot fit. Um, she is a certified trainer. She is TRX um, certified and she has a bachelor's in, uh, bachelor's in science in. Uh, nutritional science so she really knows what she's talking about she's great she does her thing um you can get you can check her page out for workout tips she puts up different workout tips every week um and you can actually use her promo code F N X L A N N Z Z um, for 15% off um, fnx products and just use that promo code um, do y'all have motivation? Do y'all have a favorite song? Do y'all remember that y'all danced to um, as cheerleaders? I or like a part that. of a song?
1: Um, I think this is the name of the song, Superstar by Katy Perry. Okay. Oh. That's a good one. <laughs> That's not been on the list.
0: That was um, All
2: We Do Is Win.
0: Okay. <laughs> Big Khaled out here. I love it. And do y'all have a motivational quote to go ahead and cap this great episode off?
1: Um, I did hear a quote that I just like to. It says, people will make their minds up about you whether they are right or not, and it is not your problem
0: to prove them right. Oh, that's a bar. I like that. Yeah. Janay, do you have one?
2: I don't have one, but I really
0: like Zarya's. No, that was that was dope. Um, mine will be for today. Uh, my motivational song is "Free Joe Exotic," um, <laughs> oh, but uh, you know the Pac Man. Uh, that's a, that's a fire song. Uh, <laughs> and my motivational quote will be: um, "Never give up because great things take time." Um, so, cheerleaders out there, y'all heard us. Uh, if y'all really want to keep it going. We just got to get something together on ESPN, you know what I'm saying? Get it together. <laughs> I like that idea of a cheer-off or something on TV mm-hmm. where, like, the cheer like you know, where cheerleaders come back and they – it could be a whole thing. I ain't going to mm-hmm. lie. And if they started, it started here first, right. all You're right? The Life yeah. of <laughs> athlete, <laughs> it is recorded <laughs> at, for real. So um, I appreciate y'all for being here. This is the Life of X athlete And we are out. That's dope. That was a good episode.